Hi everyone, you've tuned into another episode of That Girl, Jenna Karasoa, um, podcast and blog. This is episode two. I'm here also with YouTube. And the t- today's topic is social media and the rising trend of cosmetic surgery, an article that was posted to Psychology Today. Today's date is Friday, April 22nd, 2022. And with that, like I said, I'm your host, That Girl, Jenna Karasoa. At any point in time you're consuming this content, I can only hope that you're doing well. And as always, I apologize in advance if I waste your time. Um, the three major talking points I'll be bringing up today on this subject is um, plastic surgery and with clients bringing in edited photos um, for the surgeons to perform on, talking about body modifications and what it kind of says, you know, quick reference to scripture and moral, you know, foundation. And also last section is about social media and depression with a quick conclusion, hopefully with some solutions. So with that, I will leave you for a moment and be back. All right, so Anchor FM, yes, hello. Again, I'm that girl, Jenna Carousel. So I'm about to pull up the article. Um, it, again, it's titled, Social Media and the Rising Trend of Cosmetic Surgery. This is um, on Psychology Today. And the article is written by Michael Relly, MD, and Kion Parsara, Dissecting Plastic Surgery. So I'm going to quickly just scan across it a little bit. Um, social media provides users the opportunity to present the best versions of themselves to the public. Unfortunately, this tr- has led many users to base their self-worth as contingent upon their appearance. So we've already known that's been a problem over the decades, especially with younger women. We're looking at the magazines, music video, television programs, news anchors, everyone has a perfect makeup, perfect face, perfect hair, um, latest trends and stat and styles. So um, this is what people are consuming on a regular basis, young children. The popularity of social media and photo editing has had significant impact on the field of cosmetic surgery in 2017, for example. A survey of, financial, of facial plastic surgeons found that 55% of surgeons reported seeing a patient who requested to improve their appearance in selfies. So the trend has led to the creation of a new term called Snapchat dysphoria, and um, which refers to psychological phenomenon of patients bringing filtered selfies to their surgeons to illustrate the desired surgical changes they want to achieve. Despite these observations, the role of social media use as a driver for cosmetic surgery is still not entirely clear. Okay, so they say the role of social media use as a driver for cosmetic surgery is still not entirely clear. Okay, so um, I encourage you guys to read the article at its length. I have the link. I'll put the link in the description. Um, You're talking about, you know, you're comparing yourself, the self-esteem, what you're constantly looking at, um, the, the stimuli that you're taking in and then how you perceive yourself in the mirror, how often you're actually viewing edited photos the filters that they use on Snapchat, um, the different things you can do to adjust your nose or your chin or your hair, hair color. So this is what people are, especially young women more so, but um, it's affecting the young men as well. And you're just constantly seeing these, your face, how it should be with the perfect lighting, how you feel that it should look. And that's creating this um, image. And um, it's obviously reloaded and rooted in a lot of self-esteem issues 
Um, it says, while there is still some data to indicate that posting a digitally enhanced photograph may have an immediate positive effect on self-evaluation, which is important, research in this area suggests that in the long term, those posts likely have a negative effect on self-esteem of the poster, perhaps because of the upward comparison the individual experiences between herself and her digitally altered image. And yes, again, highly encourage you to really examine this quick article, not very long. So the reason um, I find it interesting is, um, I mean, this has been a trend because we have talked about there's anorexia, there's bulimia, there's women who, you know, obsessed with piercings or tattoos, hair color, um, young men who are um, into the weightlifting or the extreme sports causing injury or um, just the testosterone push on drugs talking about now the transgender movement in young children and this the, the aggressive push on putting people under the knife and cutting at their skin, which could, some people could relate that to, to you know, something demonic. Um, the narcissism, the insecurity, they're not feeling you have any worth or value or purpose outside of the approval of your peers, um, that your value and worth is contingent, like the article said, upon how you look and how others perceive you. So. Again, we need to find, as always, I'd like to find the, the delicate balance. You have the extreme for people who have no concern for their self at all, their, their image, their self-respect, their self, anything. And then you have the other extremes where it's complete superficiality or perfectionism, or if you don't look a certain way, then automatically something's wrong with you or something's wrong with the other person. So somewhere down the middle, we need to find the healthy balance of what it is to actually be you know, happy or content with yourself where do you find your beauty or worth? Where, where does that stem from? Is it, I feel comfortable and secure in my own skin and I'm happy, comfortable going out however I, I carry myself? Or is it, if I don't look a certain way, I can't function in society? So these are the questions that need to be had. And I think especially talking about um, the necessity of cosmetic surgery versus the, um, the need for it, or not the need, the, um, the want because you know, there are surgeons out there who perform emergency, you know, reconstructive facial surgeries or, you know, there's different things for the reasons why you would need surgery, reconstructive surgery, cosmetic surgery, injuries that take place. So I like to bring up this book often because I'm a huge fan of it. It's called Stiff, The Curious Lives of Human Cadavers. And one of the um, discussions on that was about um, plastic surgeons or students performing um, facial reconstructive surgery, essentially on healing cadavers um, on the heads, and just talking about, again, just a great book, very, very fascinating. The author, Mary Roach, has a very great sense of humor. She can make light from a very interesting, dark topic. And it's also very important, though, for these surgeries to take place. You know, there are accidents that occur, um, people change, you know, it's for your self-esteem. If it's something that will help improve how you feel, you know, it's not, we're not, no one is saying that it's a bad thing. The concern that we're having is like where it's um, the mentality starts to affect the physical. And then when you are constantly cutting away or altering things, you know, kind of can, it leaves you more predisposed to infections and other problems. And also we have other people, young children who are constantly looking at us and we, um, the issue, again, of bulimia, eating disorders, um, depression in children, um, self-harm tendencies. And it's, it's unfortunate that they're bombarded with um, so many images 
of standards of beauty and expectations and opinions. And then we're hearing it from our, you know, the inside of our home. So, you know, I don't like how I look. And then um, this is the, the, the stuff that is carried on to our, to our children. And the long-term effect, not only do we have more insecurity, more depression, more surgeries, more monies going towards these things, um, we need to also consider the outside of what is, how it's affecting other people outside. Uh, I'm sure people are familiar with the term catfishing. We don't like false identities, people coming up with, um, you know, I guess you would say um, ulterior motives, you expecting one thing and then they're, they're not what they, what they said they were. So things like that, or people just not really knowing who they are as a person because they're so focused on the, the outside that the inside is not getting addressed. So these are different talking points that need to be brought up to our young children, especially here are gonna be severely affected by it, you know, because um, they're impressionable and they're getting a lot of opinions from, from outside sources or people who are so, so focused on um, the appearance and not really the character. So these are some things need to be brought up constantly, just being aware and mindful of these different topics. So with that, let me go ahead and just kind of transition to um, some of the other things that we can pair these two and consider. So I wanted to start also, initially I was going to start with the, um, the question, imagine a world without smartphones and TV and without pictures, without even without mirrors the time where people were you just grew up and you i don't know you just weren't really concerned about the appearances and i always try to consider how things were back in um ancient times different civilizations the different standards of beauty what it looks like to be modest um to be balanced and content um what are your motivations for trying to attract someone you know so different things to consider. Uh, I don't know if anyone's heard of, obviously there's, there are people out there who are um, into skin bleaching. They want to make their skin lighter. There's people who are into injecting tan to make their skin darker so they could actually become of a different race, black. Um, this is one of those things I kind of brought up a little bit of um, how this lines up with scriptures. Do you, who, what is, what defines your beauty and this is something that i find very very important too because we see a lot of people who are really encouraging the body positivity movement which i do support at any point at any weight you're at you know you need to be happy and confident and secure in your skin this is um also very important for your mental well-being in the long run so it's very important to take this all into account when it comes time for your well-being overall, when you look at yourself, are you happy? Are you okay? Are you comfortable? Do you know why you know, you feel the way you feel and why you act the way you act? This is what, what's most imperative before it is getting the approval of others. So I do agree with the movement. I just would also like people to find, to focus, you know, when we talk about, you know, People say things like go stay in your own lane or worry about yourself or you know, do what makes you happy. And I'm definitely in full support of that. Do what makes you happy. 
and you know so this is again a very broad topic but the main focus initially was just the extreme rise in um, elective you know cosmetic surgery basing it off of an altered image you know something that you have edited through a computer a, a device through an app that changes how you look versus you being able to sit down and look at yourself in the mirror and just be happy and be okay, be comfortable with what you see, you know? And so um, at any point, like I said, I think it's, it's extremely important that for long-term, for mental health and well-being, and for the future generation, for, for each of us to, to really see ourselves as wonderful, children of, of, of a loving godly father who who created us and wanted us to enjoy this life and to just you know form a community to live with one another at peace like i was saying earlier could you imagine a time before we had phones and computers and pictures or snapping images it was a special occasion to get really dressed up and go take pictures and to you know make a memory of a family event and now it's, it's just second nature where you just snap away, delete, sack away. And to the point now where researchers are discovering that um, some of these things are a little bit getting kind of carried away. There was one article I recently shared about a woman who's um, a transgender woman and an, an activist for teen trans. And um, even by her own admitted, she felt that we were, that the movement had gone a little bit too far when we're pushing these surgeries on 13 year olds and younger sometimes, you know, life altering decisions that are under the knife that they can't, you know, take back. So these are things that uh, I think is very important that we, we bring to the attention of our youth and also um, for spiritual matters, referencing back to the scriptures, talking about what it means to be modest, what it means to adorn yourself, um, how you should carry yourself in public, and um, just understanding the beauty, the jewelry, all of this can sometimes get, you know, really taken out of hand and become an extreme, taking away from us really focusing on who we are and our beauty and our worth. So the spiritual aspect and for the mental well-being for our children and for ourselves, it's encouraging everyone to be very mindful. You know, I know the shows out there, there's uh, so many shows about plastic surgery, the one botched about plastic surgeons, you know, fixing the uh, mistakes by other ones and um, things you can't predict. You don't ever understand or can ever really know for sure what's gonna happen. But it's just, again, interesting that these articles are coming up. You know, we're thinking like, maybe is this always, or is this necessarily the best thing? And for many people, yes, the answer is absolutely yes. And for others, they were pressured into it or they were at a point in time where they were extremely depressed and they felt that it was the best choice. So again, bringing these things up, trying to be mindful, considering what it is, why we do the things that we do, what really propels our choices and their decisions. Is it something that we would have ordinarily done on our own or is it something that we're getting the influence from things on social media? The ideas, like again, imagine before the internet, the computers, email, would some of these ideas that you're having now in your head be 
in there had it not been for something that you had seen online on a computer, you know, without seeing all these other perfect people on the, on the shows that they have and even, you know, everywhere, would you be able to find beauty within yourself? You know, do you see you, your unique self as something that you valued and treasured and preserved and kept safe? I know it sounds again, like I'll, I'll use the cliche, you know, beauty is only skin deep, which is so true because um, your soul, your spirit, your energy, whatever words you want to use, that is really, or your character, that's really where your true beauty signs. And a lot of people can see that past the skin. You don't have to have like the perfect model exterior for people to see your beauty. And um, so as I transition to the next section, I'm going to talk about that in the, on the last segment about really changing your perspective and understanding. Um, it's trying to get a different perspective of what people really do find beautiful, what's endearing, and what's actually um, sometimes those things that you we wouldn't see think to be beautiful actually it is very very beautiful so here's just a couple of things to change perspective and um hopefully get you if someone's in a position right now where they're they're stuck on comparing themselves to images i know as a young child um, teenager growing up with the magazines like 17 and we were watching the disney channel a lot of course watching all those performers pretty perfect singing uh, music videos and just wishing that you could look or be like them or famous or something and but also not realizing like really who you are so i think that's really important that we need to really focus on who we are and what's really most important so like i had mentioned earlier kind of discussing about perspective because you have some people out there you may think oh you know that's a that individual out there is perfect, you know, like he's all that, he's got everything together, you know, perfect body, this, that, and the other. And then you know that, I'm sure you've met people out there who have the great exterior, but on the inside they're just terrible, evil people. I'm sure you've had that experience. And that's what um, I think, at least for me, one of the reasons why I don't really like to go off of appearances first or you know usually when I meet someone I like to hear it's it's I actually pay more attention to nonverbal cues before I pay attention to appearance so before I even like really gather what they, it's it's really how they interact more so than how they look because um, looks can be very deceiving we talked about catfishing a little bit and um, perspectives, what you might, what you may find attractive, someone else may find unattractive, and vice versa. So you could sit here and say, oh, this, these models are so this, that, and the other. And someone else could say, no, that's, that's not really my thing. And same for you. I, I really, I'm, I'm sure that there's many people out there who are shooting themselves, and they don't, they're not saying very positive things about themselves, and they don't really realize how other people truly feel about them. Like I, I like I love being around this person. This person has such great energy and they're so compassionate they're sweet they're just so adorable they're cute they're they're gorgeous they're glowing like i just i want to be around there's, there's so much more to being around a person than just the exterior appearance you know like i want to talk i want to engage i want to get to know i want to this person is so wise and intelligent uh, this person is so bubbly their smile is infectious their hair is gorgeous you know 
there's so many different attributes that makes a person so beautiful and attractive. And I think we're so used to looking at, you know, the computer animated things, the, the music video with special effects, the CGI. We don't really even really pay attention to um, what's genuine and real. Sometimes we're so bombarded with stimuli, with music, noise, the lights and sounds and screens that we kind of miss the human connection. And so I just, with this stream, I want to, you know, in particular to really remind people that, you know, social media is extremely, it's a double-edged double sword and can be an extremely depressing place. And you're constantly, one of the articles I had cited talks about, you know, the depression and the, the feeling of missing out, the obviously the comparison feelings, um, the constant dopamine hits that you get and you become addicted to the clicking and the swiping feeling. It's like a slot machine, a constant stimuli. You don't know what you're going to get. So the phones are designed to be addicting. They've, it's already been proven to increase depression. Um, obviously, I'm you know, a victim to it. I'm aware, very aware, and just kind of go with it. Um, so like I said before, some of the best ways to kind of regroup and recenter, you know, so dopamine, dopamine fasting, cutting back on the social media, like myself included, um, like I said, changing the perspective, what, what, what do people really find attractive? You know, what are other attributes besides the aesthetics? Because going under the knife is always risky, especially if it's not necessary. Like if it's something that, um, if, if people are telling you like you're fine, you're beautiful, you don't need it, and you're still going for it, that might be something that you know might need to have a conversation. But you know, again, this is about you feeling comfortable in your own skin. Like you know, I I like to wear wigs. I know some people do the eyelashes. A lot of people love the nails. They get the pedicures, the facials. You know, people love tattoos and piercings. They change their clothes. They do the contacts. You know, there's so many different ways that we can adorn ourselves and our bodies. And that's why we have different skin tones, different eye colors, different eyelash lengths. There's there's variety. Like the father created humans to be unique and different and carry different attributes and skills and traits and abilities. And it's it's the variety is just so astounding. And I'm so humbled to be, you know, amongst, you know, the human race because you see God's handiwork, you know, the the ability to create such variety of people and faces, different tones of voice, different smiles, complexions, you name it. The variety is just amazing. And each person is so unique and, and invaluable. You have so much worth and value. This is why I, I do the podcast and I come out here and try to talk to people to remind me like this, there's a reason why I come out here and share because like, I don't think, I think people forget how, how beautiful they genuinely are. Like you, human race you can be the most beautiful the most amazing and um this is one of the reasons why i just just really encourage people to spend less time online and more time like you know, truly being mindful of who they are what makes you the person that you are is it because you're you know x y and z because you have this these traits because you look like this and you have you know this ancestry or this heritage or these skills you know who is it that's really you again i'm especially talking to the young people who's affected more so about with the social media era and uh, with the transgender movement very aggressive on young children going under the knife and hormones that will completely alter their life 
you know, these things are um, I feel very, very imperative that we bring to light that there are people out there who need help, like who are genuinely who could classify for needing to go under surgery. And then there's people out there who are just confused and they need a little bit of help and then some direction. They need some positive encouragement and feedback from other people. So this is why we're here doing these discussions. I highly encourage people to um, to just embrace who you are and, and love who you are at this very moment, because that's the only way that you can continue progressing and moving forward if you, if you find your, your peace right now or whatever point in time you're, whatever you're feeling at, you're about yourself at this moment, it's very important that you, you find yourself and love who you are and, and find that in the ground, that grounding because the, the medical industry or the, that particular industry, there's always going to be, um, a demand for it. There's always going to be an industry and it's not like we're in opposition to surgery. We're just trying to help people to to also find them themselves too, as well, before rushing into things. Um, so with that, um, I will leave you. I hope at any point in time you're consuming this content, you're doing well, and I apologize again if I've wasted your time. Like I said before, um, let me go ahead and do a quick closing follow-up, and that, um, with you two, I'll go ahead and close off. I hope at any point in time you can you hearing this YouTube people. You're doing well and I'll go ahead and exit. All right, so Anchor FM, let me go ahead and continue with this conclusion. Just want to remind everyone, um, yeah, if you're needing help with the dopamine detox, there's videos and resources out there. Also encourage you just to change perspective, knowing that, you know, there's a time and place for everything. Um, understanding what defines your beauty um, at whatever weight you're at. Sometimes the negative thinking will affect you and other people around you, like young children are always listening. So they're constantly hearing things like, oh, I'm so fat or I need to diet. You know, children will pick that up and they'll start to mimic that same thought process and they'll be obsessed with their weight and dieting and you know how young children are very impressionable. So um, also just kind of just realize how beautiful we are each individual unique person um just finding your peace right now understand that there are other attributes that, that make you attractive like hard working like mothers and fathers people who put their their family before themselves you know law enforcement personnel military people who are very independent you know there are other things that make a person attractive outside of just the the appearance so for young people out there you know who are so focused on the looks because that's what you're constantly bombarded with this was with the perfectionism you have to realize like people really do look at your character your integrity you keep your word your work ethic you know liability someone that is um who's a nice person who could be around you could always have some encouraging and positive to say um Someone, you know, who just has a variety of interests, good sense of humor, you know, very talent. People love talent. There are so many other things outside that makes a person attractive than just the outside appearance. And so for young people, because, again, the article was titled um, Social Media and the Rising Trend of Cosmetic Surgery. It was on Psychology Today. This is where we're here talking about it. You know, be very, very cautious. Talk with your family, you know boost your self-esteem by truly uh, 
discovering who you are, loving yourself, loving God, loving family, getting good nutrition, good mental health, getting help with the therapist if you need it. And, you know, if you need to have surgery, understand, understood people, there's different reasons for it. And just also just being very cautious to our young children. So with that, I will leave you again. This is Dr. Ojana Kirasova. Today is Friday, um, April 22nd, 2022. Um, it's my second episode for a new series, podcast, blog. And I'm also on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, um, Instagram, Blogspot. So I have hopefully all the links will be working. And again, with that, I will leave you and God's peace.